Do you ever feel like parts of your life are not as aligned as you'd like them to be? That the ways you've tried to solve the challenges only work for so long and before you know it, you're living in the same pattern once again? If you've tried to find the answer to fix the issue and yet you still keep running into the same challenges, I'm here in solidarity with you. Today, I wanna share the practices I've applied in my own life that allow me to see the bigger picture and lean into the support that's out there for me as well. And by support, I'm talking about the universal presence that surrounds us and some spiritual laws that can help guide and support us. Today, I invite you to embrace the truth of being both human and a soul and a part of something bigger. As I sometimes say, mystical sisterhood is where the mainstream meets the mystical. Yes, there is the mainstream, and then there is the mystical. So let's dive into the episode. Hey there, welcome to Mystical Sisterhood. This is your host, Maureen Spielman. I started this show to highlight the intuitives, healers, and other courageous women that I've met along my journey and continue to meet. Through amazing interviews, I seek to ask insightful questions to uncover ways in which you, the listener, can apply the wisdom and knowledge to your own life. I believe that we're all in this together, so sharing healing and joy and bringing community together is both my passion and purpose. If you'd like to learn more about the Mystical Sisterhood community I'm building, please visit www.mysticalsisterhood.com. See you in the episode. Welcome back to Mystical Sisterhood. This is your host, Maureen Spielman. I wanted to bring a bit of joy and potential ideas to you today. I really wanted to have fun. And I went back and forth about what I was going to do this solo episode on. And we all have our process, right? And I'm getting, as as the end of the year came last year, I put out a few more solo episodes. And, you know, I've been considering what have I shared so far and what do I want to talk about next? And so when I went to go draft up what I was going to talk about this week, I looked at, well, Maureen, you could talk, get into the realm of relationships and talk about that or how to sort of improve communication in order to improve your relationships. So I was kind of like using this old legal paper, paper that my dad used to use. He used to get those pads of yellow legal paper. And I recently was at the drugstore and I was like, oh, there's the yellow legal pad. So I was writing on them. So I'm writing and writing down ideas and it just wasn't hitting. And I even recorded an episode yesterday about the messy of our lives. And I'm like, it's not it. It's not it. And what I realized is when I'm going through my own journey that I've been on of healing, personal growth, and transformation, I've turned to many different tools. I've either learned through friends and colleagues or through coaching programs I've done a lot of different skills and tools to kind of lift me out when I was in those places that didn't feel so good. And so what I wanted to offer today was practices that shift our perspective, leave us feeling more hopeful versus less hopeful, and allow us to tap into what is truly our essential nature. And that is one of abundance and joy. And 
I, I really want to talk about that. So how to tap into the universe when you most need it. One of the topics that I just referred to that I kind of decided not to do was being in the messy middle of our life. And I just want to point out, I think I was really feeling it in the last week. We've really had a deep freeze here in the Midwest, and I was really stuck inside and going a little bit crazy. And it made me think of, you know, just talking to so many people about the struggles they're going through. And, you know, I've been through my fair share, and there are, they are real. And they, you know, take dedication and intention and practices to get through. And so I really wanted to kind of go back in time for myself and think about, well, Maureen, you know, who did you turn to when you first started sort of looking into the whole area of personal growth and spiritual growth? And for that, I just want to just say I'm giving a shout out to all the teachers I've had who have opened my eyes about what I sometimes call the universal principles or spiritual laws. And those have been from my dearest friends, you know, in the beginning, 10 plus years ago now, introducing me to new topics. I mean, I didn't used to see myself as a soul walking through the earthly plane. So it's been little by little, and this is how we learn. And so many of you listeners today, you're going to say, well, Maureen, I already know that. But that is true, and maybe you'll hear it in a different way. Or if you're like me, you latch onto a process and you make it your own for a while, and then you forget about it because you go in another direction. So I'll just name some different ones today. But yeah, my teachers were really my close personal friends. And then I would pick up books. And I remember picking up books by authors like Joe Dispenza, uh, Abraham Hicks, Gabby Bernstein was one of my original teachers. Pam Grout, I've always loved, just interviewed her. She'll be on the podcast soon. I love Mike Dooley and Greg Braden and Bruce Lipton. And so those are just a few. But they were teachers that allowed me to see things on a much, much different lens. And I'm really grateful for that. And so I just wanted to give them a shout out. And they've offered me the new perspectives to get through both like the mini challenges and then the greater ones, both the ones that last a few minutes to a few hours to <laughs> to a few years. And so, you know, it takes really kind of, I think, having a fair amount of practices that were sort of exposed to in order to really find which ones are ours. I've done my great certification programs with Dr. Shafali Sabari and Susie Lula, and I still sit in Susie's classrooms. So I'm, I'm interested in my own life, in being asked, and also asking fresher questions, questions that open up the infinite possibilities that are really there for us and that open me up to more abundance. And so today, I won't really be talking about the questions as much, just the practices. But I, I just, that came to me as like the questions that I ask, it actually should be on the list I'm going to share for you, but they can really be a turnkey in turning or opening up something in my mind to allow me to consider more possibilities, which is always moving from a contracted state to an expansive state. To that end, uh, I believe that 
you know, we're here to really dance with a universal energy that's there for all of us and to really experiencing experience a oneness and connection to that universe that I now believe is really here to support us. So it's always a circling back. It's a coming back. It's it's a it's not really a linear process. It's more like a winding road. And if we can look at the brilliance of when it is that we pick up certain practices and even when we put them down, there is a divine timing and a divine truth for it all. So for all of us, when we discover something new or the way something is worded in a book or some, you know, a quote or whatever it is, it's just like you just know it, right? And it's like a light bulb or that that light goes on and it's an aha moment. And so that sort of, those are the things that catch my attention and catch my ear and make me perk up and listen more because they're also, they're, they're, there's something inside of me when I hear something sad or shared in a, in a particular way that just lights up. And you know, that's why I love the podcasting so much and doing these interviews because every person who has crossed the threshold and entered the doors <laughs> of this virtual yet so real the doors of mystical sisterhood is oh my god they just you have if you're listening as someone who's been on the podcast each and every one of you have affected my life exponentially such truth is spoken and very clean and clear messages that I benefit so greatly. And I really know that when I get the feedback from my listeners, like, wow, that was a great podcast, or this this specific thing that was shared was helpful to me. You know, it, it means the world. And I am so honored to be able to bring these voices out into just the public in a new way, in a way that hasn't been done before, even if they've been on, you know, 50 podcasts before mine. So I would say like, as you sit here and you think like, oh, those are the teachers Maureen says, or what has excited you most as teachers along your path? And which which authors and uh, thought leaders have really woken you up? And it can even be someone who's been around for a while, like Oprah. I don't even think I had noticed for so long that Oprah was a spiritual teacher. I thought that she was just like, the conduit that the words were or the thoughts and the ideas and everything were coming through. But I like to go listen to her podcast now. It's spectacular. And so that's the Super Soul Sunday one I'm referring to. Very fun. So today's practices might seem like low-lying fruit. They're not, you know, like, oh my gosh, Maureen, I've never heard this before. But I just kind of compiled ones that I've turned to over and over. And they're really great, I must say to practice when we're feeling good or balanced or just everything's going smoothly in our lives. Because when we practice in those times, when things are going smoothly, they're going to be more accessible to us when we are going through the harder parts of our lives, the things that feel tough. And so I say anytime we're, we're trying to develop a new way of being, it helps to practice often, and we're more apt to when we're in a balanced state of being. So, you know, keep these close by. They'll be in the show notes, but or write them down, like jot down the ones that are resonant to you. So what about this idea 
of the universe guiding us and supporting us in our lives. If you have listened to me so far too, I never really want to bypass the things that we are experiencing in our collective lives. It's that part of being human and that part of us knowing that there was never a guarantee that we weren't going to walk through hard stuff. And man, oh man, I mean, what some people walk through is dense. It's filled with grief. It's it's so, so hard. And so as this particular podcast is on practices we reach for in order for us to like see the light and be guided by the light, you know, I also take the time to recognize that it's harder. It can feel harder for sure when you're walking through something that's denser to reach for these. And so just the witnessing of what we go through as a human collective as well. And I'd say a caveat about these is they're really based on a relationship or an idea that there is something bigger than us. There's something than just this physical I've used that word dense a few times today, but that physical dense human body, there's something more than that, right? And so I tend to call it the universe. I love it when it's called source energy. Traditionally, people might call it God, source. So any any word that comes to you fits in here because we all we're all creating our own story anyway. But you'll notice that when I say ways to tap into the universe, it's this idea that there's something bigger than us. There's something holding us. There's a benevolent universe around us. And even when we're navigating the more difficult things, we're being held by a benevolent universe. So my first practice, and I won't really name these by number, I don't think all the way through because I put a lot of them down. Some of them I'll go through faster than others, but it's really one that I've leaned into more recently when things have felt challenging and call it mini to a moderate challenge, and even even bigger than that, giving it over to the universe. So I think there's part of me that was indoctrinated that I did grow up with the Catholic religion, but I don't really think that I had a relationship with God per se. And so I think that that can be a given for sure. But just this idea of giving it over. So when something feels big to me is giving it, like, I am giving this over to the universe, asking, like, saying either out loud or in your mind, universe, I'm seeking support with this. I'm open to receiving anything that you are here to provide for me. I'm looking for the cues that you send to me. I give it over to something greater than me to be in connection, in sort of confluence is the word that comes up, and that a recognition that I I can give it over and I can expect assistance or support or guidance or something unbeknownst to me to come to me in some way. So that first idea of to tap into the universe by simply giving it over to the universe. And that's really not one that I've practiced through the years. And I feel like I'm I've read it more recently and I'm tapping into it more recently. I was gonna say ways to tap into the universe. The universe supports us in our growth and our well-being. So it kind of goes along with a lot of the podcasts I've done about our self-care and our, you know, really relation to our soul. 
But it's about giving yourself compassion and love. And I'll just say this more succinctly than I ever have, but giving yourself compassion and love to become in oneness with yourself and the universe. And so just really knowing that that you are working on that oneness with yourself, and then that will transfer into that oneness with the universe. I love that. So keep on doing the inner work, that compassion and the love, because that's also, a lot of this is about the vibration we carry. And when we're feeling a lower vibration, re- trying to reach and be in that higher vibration and be in communication to that universal presence that's there for us. I think the dance with the universe and tapping into the universe is really a realization. And Chiquita Davis shared this in the Reiki episode is that, you know, everything is energy. And the realization that everything is energy is a really big one in my practice because it it allows me to register sort of where my energy is sitting at any time. And it also taps into that energy is meant to shift and transform and move. And so that could even be like realizing everything is energy could could be appropriated to the fact that your emotions are energy in motion and they're meant to move and move out of you and be expressed to receiving something like Reiki and using Reiki as a modality to shift from one energetic state to another or have a practitioner help you release that, you know, energy that might be stuck or needs to move in some form or fashion. And you're really, you know, taking such exquisite care when you take care of your energy field. I wanted to add the practice of gratitude. Gratitude to me used to be something that someone told me I needed to do. And if I were just grateful that my life would change. And so again, you know, when we receive these messages, it might become your life's work and your life's mantra the first time you hear about gratitude practices. But for other people, it's going to be a slow burn. But finding what you're thankful for in your life, what I've learned, is that it not only brings about feelings of goodwill, it also signals to the universe that you're in a very receptive state. So you're actually receptive to more things coming, more amazing things coming your way. And we're in that receptive state too. We can see more clearly, I feel. So whether you do this in a journal or say it out loud, it doesn't matter. So if you're inclined, I invite you to begin a gratitude practice and say and state what you're grateful for both in the morning and the evening and throughout your day. And I've been taking that guidance. I was able to interview Pam Grout, and she's going to be in an upcoming interview, but I've always loved her works. And she wrote a book called Thank and Grow Rich. And that's a good one just to have on audio because it's all about thank the universe, thank the universe, thank, and, and just the manifestations and and what will unfold in your life because she always says, um, she calls it the frequency of joy and gratitude. And it's really beautiful. And it's kind of like encompassing, I think, in informing what this episode is about. It's like, how do we get in that frequency? I want to be in that frequency. We all know when we're in that frequency. Another one that I'm tapping into, and this is about watching my language because words matter. All right. 
So there's all these different areas of our life and there's our emotions, there's the language we use, there are spiritual practices, there, there's our physical exercise we do, there's eating well, there's all these different things. And so watching my language because words matter is a very powerful practice to become aware of and to become aware of the language we use because the language we use matters. And the more we can be aware and have intention around the words we choose, the language we put out there, we're actually communicating with the universe. And it's listening to our thoughts that have the higher vibration that don't really have the interference. They don't have the resistance at them. So that's, I I will say that I'm on that journey and that path right alongside you. And if you want to hear a really good episode about that, go to Stephanie Lefevre's episode 50, How to Create an Aligned and Abundant Life by Changing Your Thoughts. It's a wonderful one with reminders of really being so incredibly mindful and knowing that it, we can do it. We can do it with practice. We can tweak and we can tweak and we can tweak. I know I'm giving you a lot today and they're just food for thought. I think one, to really dance with the universe and tap into its presence is when we let go of the outcome of a situation, when we can let go of the reins about what we think should happen or, you know, just what we want to happen, (laughs) the control we want to have to be able to exert over a situation. It's sort of like at the top of the podcast when I said, like, when, when we get our mind going and we want to fix and we want to know the answer and all that. I think one of the most powerful things we can do is really work on letting go of the outcome and remind ourselves and remind each other that it's not the outcome that matters. It's the process. And what you are doing as you're doing life is you're figuring out and tuning into what is your process. And I think what is your process could be a whole podcast. But That is just one, if we can just relinquish what is not ours, because the control is such a false construct anyway. And so when I can let go of the outcome and teach those around me, whether it's clients, whether it's my children, to let go and see the most pristine thing they can do is be invested in their own way that they get through things and the way they tend to themselves it becomes you become a lighter vessel you become you know more receptive to the variety of possibilities so i love that one because some of the ways that we want to know all the answers is that that's not the way the universe works it's in much more flow than that so when we catch ourselves being so much in our head it's like what can we turn to to really get us in another space The next one is trusting in the universe that you are just where you're meant to be. So can you trust? Can you just give over that faith that you are being led, you are being guided on the perfect path for you? And, you know, I just brought up our children and, you know, for so many stages of their life, it's hard to give them, you know, that trust. Like, I trust that this is going to work out in perfect order for you. And I love that one too, because if I can say to my children, if they can feel my energy, that I trust their process, they're gonna trust their own process. I think 
I don't know who can resonate with this, but like, I actually think the way that my generation, which is a lot of our generation, were parented was we were let go into the wild. But in a way, I think there was a lot of trust that I can say my parents must have had for me. (laughs) I mean, maybe it was just casting me out in the house, but there was a trust that Maureen could go out there and succeed in whatever way she needed to. All right, on to the next one. This is so, so important. It's almost should have been number one, but it's tuning into what supports you, who supports you, what communities support you. I've noted the solo things like movies that inspire you, books that inspire you, going to see whatever it is, whether it's a a wisdom teacher or a musical or a play, whatever it is that informs you and supports you and helps you move forward on your path. You want to surround yourself in just spades with that. You know, I've got my group that I met through one of my coaching programs. We call ourselves the Circle of Light. There are six of us, and it is a place that we can be and witness each other and reflect back to one another and hold the pain and hold the woundings and hold the childhood experiences. And at the same time, we hold the infinite possibilities. We hold uh, the potential for one another with such, I'm going to say it again, like exquisite pristine, unconditional seeing, I guess, that we all feel it. And it's what I hope for everyone. And if it's a place in your life that you're stuck and you're looking for, how can I build it in? You know, definitely reach out and let's find ways to make that more of an experience for you. Because somehow the universe supported our group in doing that. And Again, when when you commit to bringing together a support team for yourself, and let's just call it like, there's cosmic support teams too, right? But it's all there for you. When you commit to yourself and you're like, I really, really, really want to bring that into my life, you know, it's possible. And lastly, to remember that when you are witnessing your place in the universe, Just remember to let finding your authenticity and your truth, let those things be your guiding light. And through this all, anything I said today, what resonates with you? There's only one you. And what resonates with you, paired with all your experiences in your life, is what makes you uniquely you. And you might, thinking about this, you might find a vibrational match in different people in your life. I was just talking to a friend about this. Like when I first saw her so many years ago, we had a vibrational match. We didn't have to say one thing to one another. We just knew. And when you find them, you know, definitely vibe on the same things. And, you know, but there are going to be, you know, things that are still, you know, uniquely that person and uniquely you. And I just... I sink into that more and more every day, how special we really all are. And knowing that we are being guided and supported by this universal presence and leaning into the practices is really uh, a big part of my life. And thanks for being here. I have such gratitude for the listenership here at Mystical Sisterhood. And whatever brings you here, 
whether if it's anything I say, whether if it's my guess, whether it's you believing in this bigger connectivity amongst us all with this really holding each other's experiences, seeing one another. It's my vision of what we're moving to as a womanhood, as a sisterhood. And so for that, you know, give me feedback at any time as to the reasons why you are here, why you shared with a friend, why you keep coming back. That's valuable for me. I'm not thinking about it till this moment, but that's so valuable to me. And it really helps me grow in the ways that I want to grow and share with the audience. So again, I'm grateful for every sister, every brother, every listener, and every mystic that has walked through the doors of mystical sisterhood. They remind us all of the transformative practices to guide our lives. So I really encourage you to, if you're newer to the podcast, if there's interviews you have missed, listen in. Choose the ones that are resonant with you if you look through the list. We have had such amazing, every single person, every single person it has a gold mine to share in my eyes. And your input is always equally as valuable to me as well. So I want you to think about how it all fits together for you, what practices you reach for, ponder what's your unique alchemy and what supports you in your everyday life in order to really be guided by the light that you are and the light of the universe and and, and be able to see through the parts of your life that sometimes feel a little denser And especially at times when you need that extra support and that extra help. My coaching doors are open. I see individuals in one-on-one sessions and also in half-day VIP days, which were, they're just a lot of fun, and also in events. So if you're not on my mailing list, you can go to my website and get on the mailing list and be just privy to all the events coming up and learn more about our guests and whatever I have going on behind the scene. But I really want you to feel seen and held in your experience because you are absolutely 1000% part of the mystical sisterhood as much as I am, as much as any guest I've had, because that's the way the world works. And when we can really tap into how connected we really truly are, and see each other, you know, eye to eye in that beauty. I mean, there's nothing more powerful. And I'm grateful for you. I'll see you in the next episode. Thanks for listening to this episode of Mystical Sisterhood. If you love what you heard, please visit Apple Podcasts and subscribe and leave a review and share with a friend if you're called to do so. To learn more about my one-on-one coaching programs, or join the Mystical Sisterhood membership, visit MaureenSpielman.com or MysticalSisterhood.com. Thanks so much. I'll see you in the next episode.